Welcome to this week's edition of the All Saints Lutheran Church podcast. All Saints is a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. We are located in Davenport, Iowa. Each week we bring you the digital edition of the weekly sermon. Enjoy! The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the fourth chapter. Then Jesus filled with the power of the Spirit, returned to Galilee, and a report about him spread through all the surrounding country. He began to teach in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, And he sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed upon him. And then he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Why do I not feel you all the time. Is it your fault or is it mine? Close to you is where I long to be. Tell me why I feel so far from thee. Why do I not see you all the time? Through my eyes, I find you hard to find. Should I go and seek to search another place? Tell me where, O Lord, to look to find your face.
you, gentlemen. Well, this is January. Isn't it a great month? <laughs> I love the weather. How about you? It's January, and, and, and it is the beginning, and, and still it is that first month, and, and so it still has some of that freshness of a possibilities and, and new beginnings. It, it is the time of year where you see so many diet commercials on television, you could shake a stick at it, yes. Um, you know, and all the, the possibilities of, of losing weight or getting your finances in order or, or this, that thing or another, or getting relationships in order. It's all those pledges and promises and things that we think we're going to do. Well, beginnings and, and first fruits, I mean, all of these are, are milestone kind of things. And, and a couple weeks ago, we talked about the baby Jesus taking his first step, right? We talked about, okay, we understood that he was 30-some years old, but he was taking the first step into public ministry when he stepped into the baptismal waters. Well, I believe today that the fourth chapter of Luke is also a chapter full of firsts. Um, we are, after all, in the fourth chapter of Luke, not in the first chapter. So I want you to reach forward, grab those Bibles in front of you. I want you to turn to the Gospel of Luke, the very beginning of it, because I want to put in perspective where we're at, okay? So Luke is in the New Testament, what is it, page, for those of you who want to find it fast, page 57 near the back, okay? Turn to the Gospel, Luke. And unfortunately, these little Bibles don't have headings on them in sections, but we're going to go through this pretty quick. You're all intelligent, incredible people. You'll figure it out. We start with what story here in Luke? Oh, come on. Thank you. The birth story. Exactly. It starts with the birth of Jesus, right? And that takes us through chapter one and it takes us into chapter two. And then if you turn to the, about the middle of chapter two, oh, maybe a little further, um, we've got a new character introduced mm, somewhere near the middle towards the end. And we have Jesus, baby Jesus, being taken to the temple, right? And he's being introduced to Simeon and Anna. And he's, he's being taken there so that he can be dedicated. They are good Jewish parents, after all, so they're doing all the right things. So we have baby Jesus going to the temple. And then in chapter 3, what do we have? We have, oh, the boy Jesus. He's 12 years old, and he's teaching in the temple. And then we have Jesus as an adult being tempted for 40 days in the wilderness. And then that brings us to today. The fourth chapter of Luke, beginning with the 14th verse, okay? And that's where we are today. Why did I do that? Why did I walk you through? Because even though we're in the fourth chapter, the first we have today is Jesus' first words of public ministry. Hear that clearly. These are Jesus' first words of public ministry. Now, let's be smart about this. These are Luke's first words 
of Jesus in public ministry. Now, understand, Luke understands that Jesus has been doing some teaching and he's been doing some preaching and she's, and he's been doing some healing. In fact, if you look at the beginning of our lesson this morning, it says that Jesus filled with the power of the Holy Spirit returned to Galilee and a report about him spread throughout the entire region the surrounding country, he began to teach in the synagogues and he was praised by everyone. So Jesus has already been out in public ministry teaching and preaching and healing people and and doing some incredible things and, and the crowds are building. And now it's time for Jesus to go back home. Okay, you know how it is when the hometown boy does good. You know, and everybody's so proud of him. And he's out there doing some incredible stuff. And and, and the crowds are building. And and wonderful things are happening. One of my best friends is a a pastor up in Cedar Rapids. And her son is Ron Livingston, okay? Very famous actor. And and he's the Cedar Rapids boy, kind of like Kurt Warner. Cedar Rapids boy done good, you know? And they want him to come home because they want to show off, if you will. And so the same thing is holding true for Jesus. He's out there, he's teaching, he's preaching, he's healing people, he's done good, the crowds are building up. And so now Jesus returns home today. And he does what he's supposed to do. It's the Sabbath, it's Saturday. So he goes to the synagogue. And of course, the crowds are all there, Jesus is around, all the families here, the political leaders are are at worship this particular day, and, and the rabbi comes up to Jesus, the leaders of the synagogue, and they say, Jesus, we're so glad you're here today, and, and, and the crowd couldn't be any bigger, and everybody's so proud of you, and we're just hoping that maybe today, maybe today you would read from the scripture for us, and, and you would be our preacher. Well, Jesus agrees. He agrees to be the preacher on this given day. And so when it comes time, he takes the scroll and he opens it up. In fact, it says in our lesson this morning, the scroll of Isaiah was handed to him. And he opens it up and he reads. And for us, it's verses 18 and 19. And he says, reading from Isaiah, mind you, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. To bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And Jesus rolls up the script, hands it back to the leader, and he sits down. And what he says by reading that scripture and placing the emphasis on me and then later saying, today the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing, is he says, I'm the guy. Now these people have been coming for generations to the synagogue. For generations, Saturday after Saturday after Saturday, coming and and listening to holy words, singing their favorite hymns complaining as church people do that their favorite hymn wasn't sung today. I mean, all the things that church people do, they've been doing for generations. And in that, they've been, they've been watching and they've been waiting and they've been praying and they were hoping that the Messiah might actually come in their lifetime. And Jesus stands up and he reads 
And he says, this word today has been fulfilled in your hearing. Luke is not at all saying these are the very first words of Jesus' public ministry. But Luke is telling us that to Luke, these are the words he wants us to hear. That this is the most important thing. You know how important a first impression is? It is the instant turn off or turn on. A connection to somebody or a repelling and completely walking away. And Luke is saying very clearly, right now, at the beginning of Jesus' public ministry, I don't care what you've heard. I don't care what religious stories you've heard. I don't care what rumors you think you've heard. What I am saying to you today is that this Jesus, the Son of the living God, the Messiah, the Christ, he is the anointed one. And Luke sets that out from the very beginning. He wants there to be no misunderstanding that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. And everything else from that point on, whatever you heard, whatever you believed, can be dismissed and set aside. And Luke starts his gospel really in so many ways at this point. What we hear this morning in verses 18 and 19 are nothing short of Jesus' mission statement. It is who he is, who he is called to be, who he lives his life, how he lives his life and models it, and who then we are called to be in his following. And I wonder, I truly wonder, can it be said about us that if this is who Jesus is, if Jesus is the Messiah, the anointed one, and this is of utmost importance, this is primary, this is the first things first, and everything else spins from that. If when people look at us, if when people hear us talk, do they get that from us? Do they get from everything we say Everything we do, the way we live and model our lives, do they get that to us, Jesus is our Messiah? When we have guests come here at All Saints, do they get from us, from our greeting, from the way in which we hold worship, from the programs that we offer, that of most important, primary importance to us, Jesus is the Messiah? in the way in which we treat each other, in the way in which we, we share our time, our talents, all oh, of that precious stuff that fills your pockets, you know, that crap called money. Do we share it or do we hold on to it? The things that we spend it on, the things that we say, the things that we do, do they model for us that Jesus is the Christ? That, that we are living in his mission statement to set the oppressed free, to give sight to the blind, to give liberty, that this is the day of the Lord's favor. I'm not so sure that they do. I'm not so sure that that's what they see. 
Do they see a church like so many other churches where where people bicker and fight and say, oh, it's my way or no way or my way or I'm not going to play. I'm going to take my toys and go home. People are so good at that, aren't we? Whether it's at church or at work or in our own families, the relationships that have been so destroyed over years in families where husbands and wives don't speak to each other and they can't even remember why. Brothers and sisters don't see and speak to each other for years on end. People leave churches and never go back because somebody had to hold on to their piece of the pie because that whole pride thing, because it was more about them than the mission of Jesus Christ. Okay, that hurts, doesn't it? And that makes us squirm, and that's not what you want to hear. And believe me, I could be a lot more graphic and a lot harsher about the whole darn thing. But there is the good news too, right? Like, okay, give it to us, Pastor, please. Here it is. Even that thief on the cross, dying next to Jesus, still was given his place in the kingdom. Still received the grace of God. In Luke, the prodigal son always gets to come home. And it doesn't matter if you're new to the faith, if you're a pillar of the church, if you've been around forever, it doesn't matter how nasty and ugly and broken you are, because we all are. Oh, we put on our good clothes and we smile a lot and we play nicey-nice. But we're all lousy and broken. Me too. But even for us, the day is never too late. And the thief is forgiven. And so are you and I. That's what it means that Jesus came today spoke his first words so that you and I might actually hear them and that we might come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah. Well, it's still the beginning of a new year. It's still January. So there's still time. We can still dedicate our lives and everything of who we are as individuals, and mind you, as a community, as a people called All Saints, we can still pull it together. And the grace is still there for us to live our lives in the following of his footsteps. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of the podcast from All Saints Lutheran Church in Davenport, Iowa. Please know that you are welcome to visit and worship with us anytime you're in the Quad Cities. You can also find us online at www.allsaintsdavenport.org. We are missionaries proclaiming Christ, and we pray that you have a blessed week surrounded by His love.